Hello, and welcome to the Soul Star Channel. My name is Tiffany Thexton, your sparkly soul sister, and I'm here to shed light on simple and easy ways to empower you to live your best magical life. It's time to channel in and connect with the highest version of yourself so that you're living in joy, gratitude, positivity, and flow. Thank you for pushing play. Let's go. Okay. So welcome to my show, everybody. My name is Darcy. Uh, sorry, okay. it's my show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I thought you meant you were going to do an intro, right? Now. Well, that's okay. So, okay. So on this episode, I have my, one of my dear friends, Darcy, and he is going to ask me some questions about my life. And to be honest, I have no idea what he's going to ask me, but I thought in order for you guys to get to know me a little bit better, this might be the easiest way. And I'm uh, nervously laughing at the moment because <laughs> uh, this could be very interesting. So Darcy, take it away. Okay. What do you keep around you when, like, when you start podcasting, what do you have with you? Okay. You know, what's really funny. So I thought podcasting was going to be a little more, a little bit more glamorous right now. I am in bed with, I haven't even showered yet. My hair is crazy. I don't like, I am, I have those huge, like um, woolen socks on and pajamas, but pajamas that you just like put together because it's laundry day. (laughs) and yeah I'm just sitting in my room at my laptop and it's but it's super fun and comfy and I love that I had a similar experience I thought I was going to get like have jeans on and stuff and I was outside and my hands are still dirty with mud and stuff so I'm sort of the same different but the same yeah okay um so when did you first become like connected to you okay you say the universe but I kind of think of it more as spirit. So I wrote, when did you first become connected to spirit or first notice yourself becoming connected? Well, I love that you bring that up because I always say universe, but when I say universe, like some, yeah, like what you say spirit, some people call it source. Some people call it God. Some people call it like, like energy, like whatever you want. Um, I just have resonated with the word universe. I think honestly, because Oprah used it and I was like, you know, I was like obsessed with her when she had her show. And I remember her using it. I was like, I'm just going to use that word. Cause that makes sense to me in this moment. Um, so when I first felt connected, um, okay. So the time where I knew that I was here for a higher purpose was in about six years ago. I went to Bali in April after a big breakup. And um, that's when I felt super spiritually connected to something higher than myself. But then if I think about it, um, there's definitely been times in my life where I've been connected with moments in my life because I've made some, you know, big decisions like to come to Australia. That was just like, yeah, I need to do that. I didn't even really overthink it. I was just like, I need to do that. And even when I left Nova Scotia and went to Ontario, I was just like, yeah, I need to go to this university. And there was almost like, it was almost like I was guided there and I felt really safe going there and there was no like overthinking. Um, And like also situations that have come up that I've just been like, Um, and I would have never known it at the time, but my intuition was telling me to either say yes or to know, to say no. So, um, but in the last six years, I've definitely felt more of a connection and have done more like rituals and practices to be able to deeply connect with myself and spirit or the universe. 
Interesting. Okay. I don't want to talk about God, but I do want to ask you, did you grow up going to church? No, I didn't actually. So, um, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So I, um, I remember. That's so uncommon for, don't you find for where we grew up? Yeah. Yeah. It was very, uh, cause I just don't, my parents weren't from Nova Scotia though. They were from like Ontario and Quebec. So, um, okay. yeah, I don't like, I rem- obviously this is what I love about the church and God. Like, obviously there's positive and negatives to everything, but what I'm all about is like, whatever you need to do in order to connect with your, with something and that makes you, it brings joy into your life. I'm all about that. So me mm-hmm. personally, I don't feel like God or church or religious practices do that for me, but I have no judgment against people who believe in that or want that in their life because I'm all about joy. So if it brings them joy, then, but I just don't like, um, you know, how some people um, like push their views on other people. Um yeah or think that that's the only right way no matter like what religion um but yeah I'm definitely not a religious person I was never like baptized or anything like that okay I just asked because I was and so I'm just curious if others were like me that but I agree with your perspective on religion to each their own yeah definitely um okay do you believe in ghosts hmm like Yes. I like the, my gut reactions. Yes. Not in the sense of like Casper, the friendly ghost. And then, you know, um, but I do believe like I have felt like spirit presence before. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I should clarify when I say ghost, I just mean the the presence of someone's soul after they've left the physical world. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So Yeah. So my grandmother's passed on and even though she's like a spirit for me, I guess, but she's never like visited me in like any kind of form, but like she sends me messages through different mediums to talk to me or like to guide me. So even though it's not like a ghost of like, but um, yeah, that, that connection was something that is not materialistic or explainable, I guess. I guess I believe in that. Yeah. Like I feel a strong connection to like ancestors, I guess, because it's a specific group of people. Um, But I I also don't like see them or hear them or anything, but it's certain symbols in life where you get like, you get things reinforced or validated in ways. Um, I have lots of questions, so I don't want to like go on my own (laughs) answers. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Do you believe in aliens? Yeah. It's still to be determined right now. And I know this sounds crazy and my partner thinks it's crazy, but I think there's an alien living in our backyard and yeah, like, okay. Oh my God. I, I feel think like this is because we watched signs the other night, you know, that signs movie where they come out of the cornfield. Um, now I actually don't think that there's like a, like an actual alien, but I do feel this like weird presence out there sometimes, you know? And okay. we'd be I think would be silly to not think that there's something out there I don't think it's like an ET extraterrestrial like thing but yeah I don't know and like why wouldn't they want to come down and like see what we're all about and everything but I've never seen one or anything have you seen one okay no two things 
Um, <laughs> first thing, when I like ask the question, do you believe? And sometimes like when I hear people talk about this, like on TV or something, it's like, you can believe in something without knowing what it looks like. You don't have to be able to explain it. You can just believe in it. Yeah. So it's like, exactly. It's like, I think the same. It's like, we'd be silly to not believe that there's the possibility that there's other life out there. But saying yeah. that, it's not like I know what they look like or I know what their m- mission is or whatever. I'm just saying. You I know think what's funny? I asked my kids this at, at, at school the other day. We did this little question thing. And then they're like, miss, are you an alien? And then you're just trying to figure out if we know <laughs> that you're an alien. I was like, no, no. <laughs> it's just so random. <laughs> what's your thoughts on witchcraft? I remember, so like, you remember Ouija boards when we were young? I feel like that was my first like thing of like witchcraft. Um, And I still don't know to this day if someone just moved it or not. Um, But I always, yeah, I always have this sense and maybe because where we grew up, like it wasn't super progressive or anything. Like I, that's why I never really connected with all this kind of tarot, like even crystals and stuff, even though I kind of was always drawn to it. Um, Cause I just thought it was for like hippies or witches or, you know, silly people. And, and I'm sure people, when I talk about it now, they're like, what is she going on about like crazy witch or whatever? The things that I've been able to manifest in my life have been next level. And that has to have some kind of power towards it. It can't just, just be me. So I do feel like I'm super supported by something, but, and, and look, I do do full like moon rituals and all that kind of stuff, but I wouldn't really consider myself a witch. Yeah but I do Got believe you. in it. And, and you know what, if okay. someone really likes that, then, Oh, remember that girl we went to high school with and we, yeah. So this is where our problem is. If you had seen us as our 15 year old selves, we'd be making fun of you. If you, if we listened to this podcast, remember the girl who we always I already know with? who you're talking about yeah, was she yeah. in our drama class. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So like that was really uncomfortable. For, like I never re- really resonated with her because I thought she was really strange. And now I think people think that I'm strange and I don't really care. And I love that. And I have more mm-hmm. appreciation for her. And I will say she still lives in town. And yeah. like I have been working in nonprofits now for a while and like working with boards of directors and stuff like that. And she was on a board. I don't want to say for a, a charity in town, like a big one. Yeah when we in like in our 20s and I was just like oh like get it I was like she is like she's a hard worker and yeah so it's like yeah it it was one of those things like where you're a kid you're just so judgmental and then you see them you're like oh you're really smart and you're really driven and you're doing really good things (laughs) and I feel like in my life I've had to really let go a lot of those labels and I'm actually getting a little emotional because I see kids like these days and they're just like judging everyone but it's like you know, when you have to go through some life experience to be able to like let mm-hmm. go of those stereotypes and I have so much um, respect for people. And again, it comes back to that, like whatever brings you joy, whatever is for you. I think we just really need to let people do that because look, imagine if we got into all of that stuff now, like when we were 15, I think our lives would have been so different. Hey. Yeah. That's an interesting point actually to think about that. Um, but I want to circle back about the Ouija board because Ouija boards scare the shit out of me. I will, I uh, like, if you told me there was a Ouija board in the house or the building that I was in, I would leave the building. I, I think they are only here. (laughs) I don't believe in the devil, but I do believe in evil 
energy. And I think Ouija boards are one of the ways that we welcome. Um, Just because I find there are a lot of similar stories with Ouija boards from stuff I've like seen online to people I've talked to where they uh, kind of seem really dark. Um, yeah. Did What was your experience when you used, like how old were you? Oh, like a teenager. I can't really remember exactly. I remember someone bringing it over to what, I think it was one of my sister's like slumber parties. Um, and yeah, I remember being very hesitant. I think I only actually touched it physically once oh my god next time we get together though Darcy I think we should do this because no like okay not just hear what they said. <laughs> I know. but I think we should do it maybe to bring positive energy out like imagine if you know we could use the the thing for goodness here's <laughs> the thing we don't know what we don't know and to think that we could control it in some way I think is yes. a little naive um but yes I definitely used one as like a, like for so I was going to say four or five. Also, probably like five or six with Nicole at her grandmother's house. But like at that age, you're just like both moving it and yanking the thing yeah. around. It wasn't at all. Um, someone told me a story about a birthday party she was at when she was a kid. Uh, she's telling me as an adult and the girl whose birthday it was, like she kind of went slightly catatonic for like a minute and like she just like was unresponsive. And I'm like, that's, and you think it's like, and her dad had to come into the room and like shake her and stuff. And then you're like, I try to take everything with a grain of salt. So it's like, okay, I take in that information. That sounds really scary. Okay. Fast forward like a couple more years. And I just happened to be talking to this birthday girl's younger sister. And she doesn't know that I've heard this story before. And she tells me her side of the, this happening and it's the same story. And I was just like, okay, it happened. <laughs> I think we need to move on. We need to like um, talk about something else because that makes me really. (laughs) (laughs) I think if you're, I think you would, you're okay. You're in the clear, but just don't touch them anymore. Um, If we believe in manifesting, if we believe in tarot or spirit of the universe, then obviously there's, there's things that we can communicate with things and the Ouija mm -hmm. board are definitely one of those things. And yeah, like I can see it bringing out evil. And quote unquote, devil's advocate. I have someone who he's very open-minded, but he kind of looks at all ways of like divination, like tarot cards included. Like I'm not going to touch them because I think it leaves too much opportunity just because he just is afraid of what he doesn't know. He's like, I don't like, we don't really understand what's happening. So leave it alone. Okay. But I'm going to move on. And this is my last question. Okay. How, do you think your perspective has changed? And you've kind of talked about this already, but what impact or what, how has your perspective changed since you've kind of made the shift? Like, let's say since you've kind of made flow school a bigger focus in your life. Yeah. I feel like my trajectory in life before I went to Bali, let's say was very much go to university, get good grades, get a really good job, um, get promoted in that job. And, um, almost like what society wanted from me. Um, and that really drove me and, and made me very, very successful. And I'm very appreciative of that. But then at the end of the day, I remember making um, a lot of money and, um, but really feeling so disconnected with life. I was very sick all the time, like um, as in like head colds, 
um, like my throat was always like, um, you know, like the, the glands are always swollen and I wasn't like truly living my life. If that makes sense. I was living this life that society wanted for me, I guess this is the best way to put it in like kind of black and white terms. But, um, and then I went to Bali and I started getting spiritual and I was like, there's so much more to life. Um, then I just became a sponge and I learned, I tried to learn about so much stuff. So like tarot and like crystals and uh, meditation was a huge thing that came into my life at that time as well. So like yoga, all of these things came in and they were just enabled me to like live my life a lot smoother and easier. And then things would just naturally happen to me rather than me working my butt off. So I would come, I would work so hard um, in my job that I would like come home and like work until my laptop died each night after I came home from school. And that's not life, you know, that's, it wasn't enjoyable. Yeah. I just wasn't living like on purpose. And even though I am very proud of everything and I think I needed that in my life um, as part of my like life purpose, but now my perspective is like work-life balance. My perspective is like being courageous to step up and take risks in life. Yeah. Just be really grateful for everything. Um, And that I think, okay, this is the biggest thing in a nutshell. This is, I love explaining this. So before my life, about six years ago, I always thought life was happening to me, right? So, oh, my car just got um, smashed that, oh, that like that sucks. And why is that happening that, you know, like, why did that relationship break up? Like, I just felt it was always like against me. But then I shifted that perspective. And I don't know exactly when this happened. But I then I shifted to like, life is happening for me. So everything that happens is this like life lesson that we're supposed to um, supposed to have so that we can learn and become a better person. So I think that's when I shifted because I've been through a lot of crazy relationships and I look back on those relationships now and I'm like, oh, well, those actually happened to me right now so I can be the person who I am today or those jobs happened for me so I can now be in flow school and like do my own business, you know, and then. So I think that was my biggest shift. And when I realized that a lot of pressure went off, a lot of pressure went off of like trying to control life, you know, trying to get the car, the job, the house, the, all of the things, and then stepped back and I was just like, enjoyed life. And I think that was the biggest shift. And I still have moments where I get caught up in the society. I mean, you know, I love a good teen mom binge on Instagram or sorry, on Netflix and everything. But like, I just try to allow life to happen for me now. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. So I kind of lied because I said that was my last question, but I actually have two questions left. (laughs) Okay, no worries. Okay. Do you have any theories on what deja vu is? Hmm. Do you experience deja vu? I used to a lot and now I don't. And that's really interesting, you know, because I used to feel that like that feeling of like, oh, this kind of like I've been here, happened before, but I honestly Mm -hmm. haven't experienced in a long time. What are your thoughts on that? I experience it a lot. And by a lot, I mean like every couple months Um, and it's really intense. So I have really intense dreams and I've always had really like, I'm just a deep dreamer. Like I dream, I think from the moment I like close my eyes, like fall asleep to the minute I wake up. And sometimes when I was younger, I felt like I was actually going to other places or almost like real places, but in other points in time in my dreams, which is weird anyways. But it's like when I deja vu, it's almost like 
did I have a dream about this? Or is it real? Was it real? Yeah. Like, so I always felt like deja vu and my dreams were connected. And I don't know really why I felt that, but that was just always how I felt as a kid and stuff. Um, okay. You know, so you, the should final do, question. you do like past life regression therapy. So I've done this a couple of times mm. where you go to like this person and they help you see your past lives. Cause that's, that may have to be with them trying to still teach you lessons that you need to know now. But I this, would love to do that. This is what I, I love about spirituality is because like, there's so many different kinds, you know, how like we say there I'm spiritual. That does not mean that I'm a witch. It doesn't mean, but I think my spirituality comes from me being empathetic and um, I can feel a lot of stuff, but like what you were saying in our other podcast, like you, you experience spirituality differently. Like, uh, well, even what you just said there, like dreams and maybe you're a little bit more like intuitive that way. But I think that's, what's so beautiful with spirituality is like everyone, even within this, the community is like, has their own superpower, you know? Yeah. It's like growing plants is, could be is spiritual or <laughs> like putting your feet in the ocean can be spiritual or like going to church is, you know? So yeah, I agree. It's like, there's so many facets or ways to be spiritual. Okay. The final question you said you were sending me a message before we started either one of these episodes and you said you were going to pull a tarot card. What yeah. card did you pull? Oh, hold on. I have to get up and get it. So the card that I pulled this morning was interesting because like I said, with like my um, relationship with like meditation, like I, that's been something that's really affected my life and has brought a lot of like positivity to it, but I just haven't been doing it for some reason. So I meditated this morning and then pulled this card and I usually pull a card. Like uh, I want to say like every day, but you know, there's just some days that I don't. And I love this deck from Sahara Rose, the yogic path. This is the one that I don't actually use with any of my clients um, because I need to have one deck that's just for me. And this is what it said. It's called the Samadhi card and it's advanced state of meditation and absorption in life. And I feel like I need to bring this in just a little bit more because I have been feeling a little bit frazzled, especially with the Scorpio full moon that we've just had. So here it says like, you are not your body. You are not your mind. You are the one who experiences each. You pull this card to remind you of the cosmic universe that lives within you. Have you forgotten the seeds from the stars? The more you become in touch with the vastness within you, the less you'll worry about societal expectations. Ooh, we just talked about that. Connect with the infinite infiniteness within you through a praxis of stillness. It is there where you will realize you are the cosmos in human form. And I absolutely love that. And I resonated with that so much because it just reminded me um, to, yeah, just take some more time to be still because I just feel like I keep going, going, going at the moment. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I told you I was going to flip a card, but I didn't because I thought I, I want to do it during the podcast and kind of interpret it live. But then I forgot. But there was a card that like I had my deck upside down. So I could see the card on the bottom was the nine of pentacles. And then after you finished interviewing me, I was like, I think that was the card. Cause I just felt like that card was representing you uh, right now. Like, so the nine of pentacles, it's this woman in a long, like fancy robe. And I, I'm not looking at the card right now. 
and I can't reach it because my computer's by the door. <laughs> I have headphones on. Um, so I'm, I think she's holding a bird in her hand and she's got like this long fancy dress and she is outside among like a big bountiful garden. So it's really about like the pentacles are about like doing and work. And so it's like, it's basically like showing the fruits of your labors. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you've put in time and work and effort and it's kind of like that idea of living your best life it's like you've done the work it's like taking time now to just like enjoy what you've created for yourself oh I love that mm-hmm. that's so good yeah that's a great way to end this podcast episode <laughs> yeah way better than death and Ouija boards <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yes Well, Tiffany, this was really fun. I'm glad I got the chance to interview you. And if you have Barbara Walter's number, just pass that along because I'm sure they're needing a new 2020 host any minute now. (laughs) I will be the Northeastern correspondent. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me. Bye, Darcy. This is the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you've enjoyed it, please subscribe, like, or follow the channel and leave a rating or a review, I would be forever grateful so that it will allow me to share all of this with even more people. Thank you. We'll see you next episode.